If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Adina Menzel will perform live after the Tony Awards Sunday night for a TV special Broadway's Back on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. I spoke with her in 2017 about originating the role of Maureen in Rent, originating the role of Elphaba in Wicked, and singing Let It Go as the voice of Elsa in Disney's Frozen. Adina, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. This is a real treat. Oh, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Now, if our listeners who are, you know, huge fans of yours, if they come out to see your show, what can we expect to hear? Is it a little, you know, we get Let It Go, Defying Gravity? No, you'll get none of those songs. All right. <laughs> Good. Yeah, starve them. <laughs> no, of course. You get songs that you would, would expect to hear and some some surprises. And um, the fun and challenging thing about, you know, someone that goes on the road a lot and loves to do live performance like myself is to find cool new arrangements, you know, to keep me creatively, you know, fulfilled. And yet I, you know, to, to let, to let the audience hear what they want to hear. So I think there's a good balance between doing that and then, and then some finding some, some cool musical, um, surprises and some new covers and we, we jam and, you know, um, my band has been with me for many years, and so we've just been really having a good time. Awesome. Can we get a little, I don't want you to give away the whole set list, but we get a little teaser of some of those covers you mentioned? Yeah, we do an Aretha Franklin tune that I've always just wanted to do, and I interject a little Led Zeppelin for a, for a, for a second in there. Wow. And uh, yeah, just some fun things, you know. Um, I stopped, you know, putting uh, restrictions on myself, and just when I, there are songs that I, I've always wanted to do and wanted to sing, I just, I don't worry about it, and I, as long as they, to me, sort of continue to tell the story of the evening and fit in the set list the right way, then I've just been having fun with it. No restrictions. You're through accepting limits, as the lyric goes. I love it. Um, so take me, yeah. back, <laughs> take me back to, you know, the early days. Growing up in Queens, we just spoke with uh, Adam Pascal came to town a, a couple months ago, and he I didn't realize that that you you guys knew each other before Rent, and he was just sort of a rocker, and you got him cast in there? so sweet it gives me credit for that <laughs> yeah i was i was dating his one of his best friends and and um yeah we, li- we lived around the corner from each other since we were little kids um and and our friend my boyfriend at the time was like a it was working like he was like an intern at an agency and he kind of snuck me in like faxed my resume in and got me the got me the audition, and then I kind of, I knew that they were still looking for that character, so I said, hey, I know this guy I grew up with, and he's awesome, and yeah. 
That's... So I guess I can take a little credit, but it's it's mostly Adam. Adam's <laughs> amazingness. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, but your your role, Maureen, was it's just such a great quirky sort of breakout role for you. I mean, when you're, I've always wanted to know when you're doing that sort of jump over the moon, you know, a uh, little little bit there in the show at the protest there. When you're mm-hmm. re- rehearsing that and you're planning those hilarious, like I'm crying laughing every time I see you do those like jolty body movements. Is that you or is that Jonathan mm-hmm. Larson planning that out? <laughs> Uh, it's a little Jonathan Larson, a little me, and a lot of Michael Grice, the, the <laughs> director, who I love very much, um, who who's actually directed Dear Evan Hansen, a show that everybody should go see. And uh, Evan Hansen was yeah, amazing, exactly. by the way. We saw it, we, it was down here right. in D. It opened down here at Arena Stage in D.C. before it made its way oh, up. That's and, right. That's right. Oh my that's God! Right. What a show! Yeah. So um, yeah, that's what you call the creative process in the early days of rehearsal and. Everyone just kind of like being open to something and and just saying keep that, get rid of that, and um, that's the process that I love the most. I have to be honest, just kind of getting involved like really early on in the show when they're they're really um, conceptualizing and writing, you know, a brand new song or something. It's just it's it's an honor when they let you be a part of that process and a fly in the wall there, and and then it makes my job easier because by the time it comes around and we're up on the stage, you know, the character and myself, you know, you don't know where one begins and the other ends because they've been using you as a, as a muse in some way. So it's just that it makes my life easier and it's, it's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. Well, we, we all will love Maureen forever. The Tango Maureen forever. You get, <laughs> you get a Tony nod for Rent nomination, but you win for Wicked, which I mean, Margaret Hamilton was freaking scary as that role. And you just changed this, this what used to be a villain to such a lovable role in Alphaba. Do you look back on that and just, just sort of pinch yourself that you were part of. I mean, not everyone gets to be in one of the greatest Broadway shows of all time. You were in two, at least. Thank you. Yeah, no, I pinch myself all the time. Believe me, I, I, um, I recognize that because it's it's one thing to have you know a lot of great successes in your career and things that make money or you know commercial success, and but it's another thing to be a part of things that really, really resonate deeply with an audience that have themes and <clears throat> messages that, that change people's lives and um, are empathetic to what they are experiencing in their life. And I mean, that's art, you know, to begin with, but it's it's the kind of thing, I guess, because it, it, it resonates with young people and then it kind of exponentially goes, you know, ripples out from there and it, and it just it's it's just so lasting, you know, and I get up on stage and the generational um, um, connection and is, 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 I mean, it's just great for me. You know, I, I'm, I grow up with my audience and then they have kids and then their kids see, you know, the next show. And I just, I, it's a gift really. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned that sort of generational thing. I think a lot of it's too, like in, in those songs that you're, you're more famous lyrics and everything. It's so inspirational for those kids, like defying gravity. We mentioned, you know, earlier in this interview about, you know, you're done with limitations or something like, you know, let it go. It's, it's, you're telling them the past is in the mm-hmm. past, you know, let the cold doesn't bother me anyway. Do you, I mean, do you sort of view those sort of songs as, you know, almost like a textbook? for those kids say, you know what, I, I can go off of that. It's inspirational. Yeah, it's, it's even deeper than that. I mean, it's because something has to relate, you have to relate to something on a personal level first. So I I relate to it as a woman, you know, um, and struggling to ha- find my own voice and, my, and wrestling with my own lack of self-esteem and needing to spend years of my life figuring out what made me special and different 
in this world and and not being afraid to to let that shine and and I think that's something all of us men and women struggle with but especially women have a harder time stepping out and letting their bigger larger stronger selves be heard for fear of not being liked you know right and um so it's something that comes from i i these are characters and songs and shows that appeal to me and are reminders to me of where i want to go in my life and how i want to evolve so it's um it starts there and then it and then it like i said it ripples out to young people and yeah. and um and hopefully helps them feel like they're being heard Awesome. When you're standing there, you step into that recording booth to record Let It Go as Elsa and Frozen. Did you have a hunch, like, wow, this is well-written? But I mean, there's no way to know that kids are going to be dressing up for you, you know, as Halloween for, for years to come. But, you know, I mean, did you have a hunch that, wow, this song's really special? Yes, of course. I, I felt the song was a great song. And Kristen and Bobby Lopez are, you know, talented, amazing songwriters. But, um, no, I mean, I never, I try not to, to jinx anything in my life i've been around long enough to know there are highs and lows and ebb and flows and you know you never know what's going to happen so to me i was just like really happy that i was cast in a disney movie a disney musical because that's a milestone to begin with to just voice a disney character yeah and um and i was excited about that and that i had a, a big song you know that that's really where where it was i had no idea it would it would become what it has become Awesome. Well, we really appreciate you taking the time. You've been more than generous. Uh, final seconds before we go. I got to ask you, do you still get people coming up on the street saying, Adele Dazeem? <laughs> yes, I still have people um, say it to me. And John Travolta has been extremely um, apologetic and, <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and sweet and continues to send me emails just congratulating me on things that happened in my life. And so it's it's actually uh, been a very very happy mistake and and um, I'm happy when people come up to me on the street and recognize me. Period. So whether yeah. they call me by the right name or the wrong name, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that you guys how you handled it in stride. And you're right. It's like you you took a, a guess what could be an embarrassing thing and just made it something super positive. It's now it's a classic thing we can all laugh about. I love about it. Um, exactly. Exactly. Plus, he said you were wickedly talented. That everyone forgets that part. So. Uh, <laughs> Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Adina. Thanks for having me. See we'll you soon. We'll see you out there. Okay, bye. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.